What's up, everybody? This is Devin Wins. Welcome back to the Growth Wins Podcast. For us to grow in life, because, you know, this podcast is called Growth Wins. So for us to grow in life, elevate in life, business, relationships, what do we have to have? We have to be effective managers, right? Right. So today, we're going to go over some tidbits to see how effective managers do things, just you know, maybe four or five steps, and to see if you are an effective manager. And if not, you can apply them. Because we're all here learning together, right? Nobody's perfect. We learn something new every day. That's what they say, right? Learn something new every day. So let's go over five habits of effective management. This could apply to your life. If you're trying to start over and fix your life, it could apply to your relationship. If you know you're a dirtbag and you try to be better in your relationship, this could apply to your business. It could apply to your job, right? So, guys, for us to be effective managers, the first thing we have to do is to be good teachers right be good coaches we have to be able to relay what we want done to our workers right if if that's a business or if you want to manage your life you have to be able to what help me out here if you want to manage your life properly you have to teach yourself to be learnable, right? To be coachable. They're, for good teachers, they're able to coach employees, coach themselves to discover the right solutions independently, right? You're not looking to lean on anybody, right? You derive to your answers or your knowledge by yourself. Perhaps... The most effective managers lead by example. Because what happened, let's say, okay, we know employees, yes, you teach your employees, you tell them what to do. Or if you're, if you're a worker, you have people under you, tell them what to do. How about if it's your life and it's yourself? How do you teach you? Because remember, if you're trying to improve your life, you know, try to get your life better, you're going to be fighting with you. Yes, because it's hard to let go of hold you to teach you new things that's going to make you become new you. So you're going to be fighting with yourself. Right? So you're going to be able to be coachable. Follow example. Teach by example. So if you say you're going to do something, you have to go through with it. Right? And do it. So now, once you start going through and doing what you say you're going to do, yourself that's fighting against you adapt so you have to be a good teacher i know you teach yourself is by doing what you say you're gonna do teaching leading by example if you if you, if it's a business it's the same thing with your workers you have to be good teacher you have to take the time out to mold them and coach them into what you want them to be and you also have to be an example of that if say for example it's your workers you can't tell your workers you want them to show up 
7.30 for work, but you showing up 10 o'clock. You can't tell them you want them to be neatly groomed, but you showing up disheveled and you're not, you know, hiring your clothes. You can't tell them to work effectively on their projects while you're not completing yours. You see what I'm saying? So you got to be a, a, a example. you got to be a good teacher, not just showing people what to do, but teaching with your actions, right? <clears throat> so the second step into being effective manager is to delegate well. Oh, yes, here we go. We do not like to delegate, right? A lot of us are solo entrepreneur, or if you work for somebody, you want to do everything so you get the promotion and the praise and so on, right? So you don't like to delegate because you think if you give it to somebody else, they're not going to do it as good as you. So you try to do everything yourself. Stop it. If you delegate to somebody and then do it 80% as well as you, and you can go and do something 100%, that's 180% of a thing is getting done. You see where I'm going? Micromanagement causes stress, right? When you micromanage people, it causes stress. You don't want to give up control, so you're stressed. Oh, do this. You're not doing good. That's not good management. That's not good management. You're pretty much still doing all the work, but you're just paying somebody to be there. Great successful managers know their strengths and weaknesses of their employees, of their workers. So they give them roles that they know they're going to be able to fill. Right? And that's how delegating well come in. You have to know the people that's working for you. Right? And then give them tasks that you know they're going to be able to fill. So in yourself, you have to know the things that you're capable of doing. And the things that you yourself will not do if you're managing your life. You have to go out and get a life coach. That's going to do that thing well for you. You see that? So you got to be able to delegate well. Delegate to your workers. Know your workers. Know what to show them. What Know, know what to give to each individual workers. Because you know their strengths and their weaknesses. And if this should be your life. You should know yourself. And know your strengths and your weaknesses. And then you should know what you yourself going to be able to do consistently. And the things that you can do yourself consistently. You delegate to a life coach. Who's going to be holding you accountable to apply or do the things that you know you're supposed to do, right? Managers, great managers, they collaborate or they encourage collaboration, right? Where their brains meet and more power comes out if that's a thing, right? Putting together strong teamwork. That's what great managers do to encourage strong teamwork but a lot of people don't want to do that again it's the same thing like delegating they want to do everything themselves right great managers put together collaboration they seek out people who have the strength who is strong where they are weak and assemble them together and, and collaborate where each person strength is complementing each other's weakness if I'm saying that right right so you 
if you're a manager you're not encourage collaboration because say for example uh you want a good marketer but you suck at marketing and one of the best marketing you know that you can collaborate you probably don't like the person you probably don't want to give the person you know the credit but you know that person is fit for the job you got to swallow your pride right you got to swallow your pride because this person is going to come in with innovative solutions that's going to make difficult problems become easy collaboration it's key where you're strong, I'm weak. Where I'm weak, you're strong, and we complement each other, right? It's very important. Even employees think, according to a survey, 75% of employees believe collaboration is very important. So, as managers, you gotta encourage collaborations. Collaboration also improve, you know, friendly competition friendly competition pushes people further like if they know they'll slack on this thing or slack on that thing because they know they're collaborating with their fellow employees going to judge their work ethic or their skills they go a hundred and twenty percent instead of sixty percent so encourage collaboration that's one other step of effective management be results oriented that's another great key of great management because a lot of us we tend to be busy all day and we mistake business for results no you could be busy all day doing something and then at the end of the day you have no results to show for it that's not good management because at the end of the day you want to check something off and say damn i get this done this is one step closer to our goal that's what results does. It gets you one step closer to your goal. Busyness doesn't get you close to your goal. It just makes you busy and tired and frustrated. So be results oriented. Do the work that's going to get you results. Don't just be busy for busy sake, right? Do the work that's going to get you results. So that's what you have to seek after, results. Not action oriented but results oriented effective managers are results oriented managers as much as possible that's what they look for they measure by results not by action let me give you an example <laughs> i'm going to use a gym analogy right I, I i go to the gym i've been going to the same gym for like four or five years and I know this guy, and he's been there four or five years. He looked the same. He looked the same, but when, when I go to the gym, he's there. And when I leave the gym, he's still there. But he, he, he doesn't look any different. You know why? Because when I'm there working out, and I see a lot of improvement on myself. You know, I don't want to go into details, but you know what I'm saying? My shoulders are ripped right now. Okay, back to what I'm saying. But i look at this guy and there's no growth he's in the same position he was four years ago why because when you look at him he's doing a bench press then he stopped and he's on his phone then we get off the phone he, he went he walked over he's talking to this guy he's talking to this girl then he go back and he's doing another bench press he's there all day yes because he's busy working out but there's no results why he's not result oriented oriented he's action oriented he think that if he's in the gym all day he's gonna get the result that he want but the thing is that he's not measuring he's not measuring 
his results. Because if he was measuring his results, he'd say, damn, I'm here all day, every day, and I'm not seeing anything. Why? Then he'll start looking to why. Oh, after I bench, I'm not supposed to wrestle more than 30 seconds, so I should, I should stop talking on the phone and stop talking to people in the gym and get my rest on the 30 seconds and do more reps. So instead of me being in the gym for nine hours, I can be here for an hour just by cutting out the bull, the bull crap and the talking and the hiding, right? Now he's measuring results, so now he know what to do. So now he's gonna start seeing results. That's how you become result oriented, right? Measure by results. When you measure by result, you said you want X results by X time, and the X time comes, you don't see X results. And then you start breaking down all the layers of why you didn't get the results. You see where you're messing up. You see where your time is being used. You see where you're idling. You see where you're slacking, right? So do not mistake business for business. Do not mistake business for results. The last step. I told you it was fine, right? I try not to make my podcast too long because I saw a survey where you guys don't listen too long. You guys dip out in about eight, ten minutes, depending on the podcast. So I try to keep my podcast average ten minutes, maybe fifteen, twenty minutes the longest. So the next step into being great managers is to praise good work. Praise good work. Praise even yourself. Right? Because as I said, this can apply to life and business. What if you are a recovering alcoholic, right? And you say you're not going to drink for a year. And a year comes and you don't drink. Praise that stuff. Praise yourself. And you sing the Dora song. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay. Bellissimo. Because believe it or not, it's two of you. It's always two of you. There is a person that you want to be and then there's a person who is fighting you from not being that person because being what you want to be usually take discipline and hard work and sacrifice and then here's the other one oh man go get the drink skip working out go get that mcdonald's skip the salad right there's always those two persons fighting so when you say we did it we did it we did it yeah it's you that you want to be, and then there's you who's fighting who you want to be. So you gotta praise yourself, praise good work. Praise yourself, praise your employees. Don't be the manager who's too stuck up and don't want to praise your employee. If you if you if you put a project out and they and you have employees or work uh, or if you're a manager at some corporation and your worker smash through through that, you are looking for a hundred percent gain, and you get a thousand percent gain. You're gonna praise that thing. You're gonna give them an award. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna take them to dinner, give them bonus, praise that thing. Why? When you praise good work, more good work follows. Right? Isn't that true? If you praise good work and praise them in front of their peer peer-to-peer -peer recognition is one of the most effective engagement strategies around because they know, oh, ha, hey, check me out, Bob, I told you I was going to do this. So now, Bob is seeing that Trayvon over here.
just did what he said he was going to do. No, Bob got some respect, some respect for Trayvon, right? Or, or give us some names. Now I'm going to get real ghetto. Or Becky over here, you know what I'm saying? Start fronting and Shaniqua, because Shaniqua always thinks she was the, you know, the shiznit, and Becky is nothing. And now Becky smashed through that project. You gave Becky her pay, pay increase. You gave Becky her award. You take her to dinner. And now Becky is walking around her chest all up high. But guess what? Guess what else happened? Becky now have a reputation to have him. So now she's going to always bring in good work because guess what? All highs is on Becky. That's a win-win for you. So praise good work. Praise yourself. When you say you're going to do something in life and you do it, praise yourself. My thing is to sing the Dora song. We did it. We did it. And go out and get something to eat or buy yourself something.